comes and goes. What's the most amazing thing you've ever heard? Liverpool winning. Champions, we have a Liverpool shirt amongst us. Pete, stand up. We congratulate Liverpool. Well done, mate. The most amazing thing you've ever heard is this, that God Almighty, who created the heavens and the earth, loves you. That's the most amazing thing you'll ever hear. And there's a passage in the Bible that's one of my favorite passages, and I've chosen to read it this morning. It's from John's Gospel. It's his, like, introduction to his Gospel. So I'm going to read it to you. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. And the word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. In him was life. And that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all might believe, came as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world. And though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, He gave the right to become children of God, children born not of natural descent, nor a human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. And we have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only who came from the father, full of grace and truth. You've just heard one of the most amazing things you will ever hear. When John introduces his gospel, he, he begins at the beginning. If you've ever met someone who says, I've got something to tell you, but I don't know where to start. And you often say to them, well, why don't you just start at the beginning? That's where John starts his gospel. And beginnings are so important. An introduction, this is an introduction to his gospel. It's like a preface to a book. It's like an overture to an opera. It's like the opening sequence of a James Bond film. Because, you know, you look forward to that sequence. It's action-packed. It introduces the theme and the hero. And there's always a brilliant song in there. And then it tells the story. John's introduction, his prologue, is a bit like that. An introduction that grabs our attention And he tells the story. It's unlike Matthew or Mark or Luke. Matthew, he begins with the story of Jesus and his genealogy going back to Abraham. It connects with his Jewish audience. Mark tells the story of what Jesus did and what he said. And it it connects with the Roman audience that he was writing to. Thick of the action. Luke connects with his Gentile readers by beginning in the time of King Herod, in the Roman census. And then he traces Jesus' family line, not back to Abraham, but back to Adam. When John starts his gospel, he traces Jesus back even further than that. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. 
he was with God in the beginning. He traces it back right to eternity. And John would have known Jesus really well. He walked with Jesus on this earth. He talked with Jesus. He laughed with Jesus. He would have listened to Jesus. John saw Jesus turn water into wine, his first miracle. He saw him heal the sick, whether it be a blind man or a lame man or a leper or someone who was deaf. He was there when Jesus raised people from the dead. There was Jairus' daughter, the widow of Nain's son, Lazarus, three people that Jesus raised from the dead. He saw Jesus miraculously feed a crowd of 5,000 just with a few loaves and fish. He saw Jesus walk on water. And in a special moment, just with Peter and his brother, he saw Jesus transfigured. Caught a glimpse of the glory that Jesus had before he came to earth. And John was there when Jesus was crucified. He was there when Jesus died. And he met him again, alive, after he died. He met him on a number of occasions, alive and well again. What's the most amazing thing you've ever heard? Jesus has conquered death. And he offers to anyone who would believe in him, who would call on his name, the very same thing. John's introduction is right up there with the most amazing things we've ever heard. And he declares that Jesus is unique. He says, without Jesus, nothing that has been made was made. We owe our very existence to Jesus. Jesus is the Lord of heaven and earth. We owe our allegiance to Jesus. He made us for a purpose. And as John writes his uh, account under persecution, the, the New Testament is written by persecuted Christians, two persecuted Christians. He also writes in the context of Rome where Caesar was Lord, where Caesar was supposed to be God. And he says, no. And we live in an age where many things claim to be the truth. We live in a pluralistic age where there are many truths and they have equal value. And, and John would say, no way. Jesus is unique. He is the one and only savior of the world. He is the light of the world. He broke the darkness before creation. He said, let there be light. And there was light. He broke the darkness of sin and death in his cross and resurrection. He's the only one who can save. And he promises that the darkness of our world will never overcome his light. What's the greatest thing you've ever heard? Well, the greatest news you could ever hear is that he came to rescue you and me. He came to save this world. It's all inclusive. Anyone can come. Many rejected him. Even those he created rejected him. He came to his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet, this amazing verse 12, but all who did receive him, all who called on his name, he gave the right to be part of his family his kingdom, his new creation, his new humanity. And one day he will return and all darkness will vanish or sorrow will end. There will be no more pain or sickness or death or mourning or crying. And the promise is that all who have loved him, all who have believed in him will see him 
as he is. And he will lead the resurrection parade. John the Baptist, his role was to be a witness to Jesus. John the Apostle was a witness to Jesus. If you're a follower of Jesus, you are a witness to Jesus. Because we want everyone to know who he is and what he's done. So as we meet as church here in the middle of town, in the rain, we declare that Jesus Christ is Lord and he's the saviour of all. We pray over this town that the spirit of God would move in this town and bring many people to know his love and his grace. God loves the whole world. He came to rescue it. We're witnesses of that. And we need a bit more courage and a bit more boldness, don't we? To make him known. So we pray for that this morning, that we would be those who point to Jesus whenever we have an opportunity. Because he is the one who came for us, full of grace and truth. We declare Jesus to a world that has lost its way, that he is the way. We declare to a world that sometimes loses sight of the truth, that he is the truth. We declare to a world that sometimes gets confused about death and what happens next. He is the life, the resurrection and the life. He's the best thing. And he loves you. That's the most amazing thing you will ever hear. Amen? And you're glad the preacher didn't go on too long. We're going to sing our closing songs together. If you'd like to stand, if you're able to. Let's stand together.